the Eighth Circuit Network. We make things. Put them in your brain. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Funk Radio. Um, this is actually our 50th episode, if I can count, which I think I can. Uh, so because of that, me and Peter are doing a little special thing That's true. with other people. Yes, we have <laughs> we have four guests on our show today, which is our maximum for all time. <laughs> we were trying to get 50 because it's, you know, 50th episode, but we figured that would just be like a giant rabble. So we cut it down to, uh, to four to people, five. less us, yeah. so that's six. No, there's five people. Oh, no, there's six, because I'm no, here. You're a person. <laughs> I am not a person. <laughs> so we're just going to go around and introduce the guest for today. We have Wesley. Hi, everybody. We have Moo. Hey, what's up? We have Jose. Hello. And we have Jessica. Hi. 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 Hi, everyone. And Thanks I'm Peter. I don't think I introduced myself. But if you don't know me by 50 episodes... I was going to say, Peter, Peter needs no introduction. Normally, we talk about funk and soul music, which isn't the most popular topic um, of all time. <laughs> But sometimes uh, we kind of take a step back and talk about just music in general. And today we thought it would be kind of a fun topic to talk about the notion of what is good taste in music. Does that mean the same thing to everybody or does it have different meaning depending on who you are? So I thought, why don't we open up that topic to everybody here and just talk? (laughs) Yeah. I guess the whole concept of like what is good taste in music obviously is different for everybody. But I'm sure there's some sort of overarching themes that everyone can kind of come to agree on and what's what's good music, or probably more accurately, what's bad music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't I don't know maybe I don't think anyone here likes polka music, so. It's okay. Shut up, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does a polkarama count? Possibly. I, I honestly can't say I, I know very much about polka music. I might I might love it. I might grow <laughs> to be a polka aficionado. You're gonna go uh, buy your first accordion and. Ooh, I didn't think about playing it. There you go. That's an option too. We should start a band. <laughs> Let's do a, a polka, polka band. band. <laughs> yeah. Just for the experience. I love that. Like five seconds in, we're already off topic. Mm-hmm. Cause that's because that's what we do here. Hey, well, polka is music, so. Yeah. It's technically. So do you, <laughs> so on that note, do you think that part of our perception of genres of music? is based partly on how much we know and appreciate it. Because, like you said, you might love it, polka music. Right. But you don't know that much about right. it. I think that, so for example, if you take a class, some people, if you take something like jazz, jazz is great, it's it's brilliant, but a lot of people nowadays don't have so much of an appreciation for it. But if you go and you take a class and you learn about the history of this music or that music, or if you learn about the history of rap or the history of whatever it is, Mm -hmm. I think that being more educated helps you gain an appreciation for it and can definitely kind of alter your opinion on it in one way or another. So, yeah, I think a lot of it's based off of it or preconceived notions of what other people say (laughs) about music. So that too. What our culture says about music. Yeah, yeah. Another good, I guess, fork to split with this conversation is the difference between good music and popular music, because usually mm-hmm. they don't go hand in hand. Right. Mm-hmm. Things that are popular don't end up standing the test of time through the decades and actually becoming classic forms of music. Right. Good example is I think in like '68 or '69, the most popular song of that like year for a very long time was that song, "I Want Candy." <laughs> oh <And> yeah. <laughs> Not Rolling Stones, not Beatles, not any of that. It was that song. Mm-hmm. And now it's become, like, super cliche. No one really loves that song. And other other bands of that time were much more popular. So, yeah. yeah I really like the Aaron Carter version. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my gosh. gosh. That brings me back. Yeah, yeah you guys... thank my God. That definitely was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old now. <laughs> Did any of you guys see that YouTube video of like him playing basketball versus Shaq? You mean the music video? I remember the song. Oh, it's a, no, it's oh, that's no. how I beat it Shaq. Was in res, it was in response yeah. to the music video, I think. Oh wait, well, there was... it was it was just I made like a couple I of months. Ago. I don't remember. And Shaq just like beats his ass <laughs> in basketball, and it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's dirty. Aaron yes. Carter was a kid back then. Yes. <laughs> well, he's an adult now. Oh gosh. <laughs> Forcibly. Um, can you guys think of any other examples of 
music that generally society would regard as quote-unquote bad music? Well, I think it depends on the group that yeah. you hang out with, too. A lot of people don't like country music, for example, but then there are people mm-hmm. who love country music, and they're yeah. all, that's all they're about. You know, so pe- some people say, like, oh, that's awful, and other people will be really... I think, actually, it. if you go outside of, like, California, if you get the majority of the U.S., country is one of the most popular yeah, like, I think I forms of music. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, just well, us. We're into our raps and hip-hops. Yeah. yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. West Coast represented. <laughs> <laughs> Metal, probably is considered to be bad music nowadays. Except for the people who really like metal. Speaking yeah. of that, uh, speaking of people who like metal, my two coworkers at work basically are like complete metalheads, which annoys me because I cannot associate with that at all. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. they were playing at work because they play like Spotify and stuff over the uh, loudspeakers to you know, keep us working, I guess. And they were playing the new Daft Punk album. And I was like grooving to it because I'm, I'm digging the new album. And then one of my coworkers was like, this is gay. <laughs> and I, I look over at him like, I like this song. It was really, really? They actually said that? Yes. He's How like, old are they? He's 40. That's what's sad. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you're allowed to choose how you are when you're an adult when you turn into an adult. <laughs> yes. If I still want to play in the, the ball pits at McDonald's, I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> no one can get mad at me anymore. As long as it's not any not sure small kids that. there. As long as, as, as there's no small kids in there, I'm not playing with them. Then yeah. it's okay. <laughs> See, that, there's, there's, there's a better solution. Because you're an adult and can afford things, you can make your own ball pit. Yeah. I then so. I don't get yeah, to play idea. with the little kids. <laughs> Just you, that's why you invite them over. You send out invites. Oh yeah, with candy. Yes, <laughs> filled with razor blades. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking now. The flip side of the question I asked a couple minutes ago. So are there genres of music do you think that society regards generally as good music that a lot of people can agree on? Just as good music in general. Yeah. Well, like if you like that type of music, then people would say, "Oh, you have good taste in music." I like I think, because mm. Jessica was talking about jazz before. I would say mm. classical mm. music. If anybody yeah. says classical music is trash, I mean, yeah. they're going to get punched in the face by at least like six people <laughs> yeah. in the immediate vicinity. So yeah. it's cool. hard to say classical music is bad. Yeah. 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 I think everyone has had, like who is really a music aficionado and really can appreciate music has always had like that classical phase mm-hmm. where they just listen to a bunch of classical music and absorb it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can call yourself a music lover until you have gone through that phase. Similar to, like, the Beatles phase that everyone has. Mm. It's, it's the same thing. Mm. Has everyone had their Beatles phase here? Yes. Is anyone yeah. a Beatle, Beatle virgin? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I've never done anything with a Beatle before, if that's what you mean. <laughs> that George Harrison, ooh. Ringo Starr is looking pretty, pretty, pretty... Hey, Ringo's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think part of it depends on uh, your age as well, because I think maybe mm-hmm. if you were a lot younger, because like as an adult, I think more people appreciate music like classical, for example. But mm-hmm. if you're a kid and then all the other kids are into, you know, Justin Bieber or something, Can they're going to say, what's classical music? That's stupid. Yeah. When you're a kid, you kind of go for things that are catchier and popular, like things that your mm-hmm. friends are going to like. And you mm-hmm. don't really understand what goes into a lot of music. So you're going to go for something that sounds catchy and, you know, whatever that is. or Something you know, your fun. silly little brain can process. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. When you have the capacity of a peanut, you can appreciate music that only requires the capacity of a peanut. There you go. We, we can call it peanut music. Um, can everyone can everyone kind of agree, I guess, going off that topic, that the whole idea of popular versus good is that children rule the music industry. Because <laughs> whatever they like is whatever makes money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Beatles, to a certain degree. One, yeah. di- certain. one Direction. I'd Kids. say more like teenagers. What's wrong with One Direction? Kids, everything. everything. Please, you son everything. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will, those are fighting words. <laughs> Those, just like, those are face-punching words. Just like I'm you. also a 12-year-old female, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> we we assumed this already. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Moo, let's get your let's get the 12-year-old female's take. Moo, what do you think? 
Taylor Swift is the best thing to ever come to music ever. Well, that about wraps up our show. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, that was short. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, you know the terms to get swifted, where basically you break up with someone, then and five seconds later she writes a breakup song about you. My dream is mm-hmm. to one day be one of her breakup songs. Because you would have <laughs> had to have dated her before, and then Matt would fulfill that part of the dream, knowing yes. she would break up with you? Yes. I see. Yes. Did you know if you say Taylor Swift in the mirror three times, she appears in front of you and breaks up with you? I think you have to do it in the dark at midnight. Yeah. In a bathroom, like with a closed door or something. And just yeah. around. Now it's, now it's just getting creepy. Actually, <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you hear about the guy that um apparently, I think it's Taylor Swift, like she, she was on... um. She's on one of those like little islands, I think, over near on the East Coast, where mm-hmm. they have little islands on the lakes. And some guy decided he really wanted to meet her at 1 a.m. and swam over <laughs> to the island. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no joke. Did, did he meet her? No. The, oh. the cops, the co- people saw him swimming over. The, <laughs> she had her own security guards on the island. And then when he tried to swim back, the police were on the other side. And so, you know... <laughs> He kind of got caught, but yeah. How old was this guy? I don't. I don't know. I actually, yeah, he was 23. His name was Moose Runner. No, it's more like I, I love you, Taylor. And then he drowned. That's sad. Hey, man, I didn't drown. Okay, I'm still here, aren't I? <laughs> maybe, maybe this is like a ghost. He's lived to tell the tale. That's possible. Blue ghost. Mm-hmm. Wait, Fine. sorry, guys. I gotta go. That was my 15 minutes. They don't let me make long calls in jail. <laughs> As the guy on the other side of the glass is pressing his nipple. <laughs> <against it. laughs> Does anyone have any Slowly topics they want to talk about with yeah. taste in music? What is everyone oh. here's favorite genre? Let's go off off of that. Oh, can't do that. Can't do that either. I, I have yeah, some. Well, so I think uh, variety. I think mm-hmm. good music. When I think of somebody who has a good taste in music, they also have a a wide variety of musical taste. That's a very good point. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, if there, somebody's playing their iPod or something on <laughs> on mm-hmm. a road trip and then you get a variety of good stuff, it's, mm-hmm. it keeps things interesting, I think. Yeah. But So what you're saying is if I only listen to Taylor Swift, I have bad taste in music. Yes. Well, oh. it's oh, more like okay. you're a bit... <laughs> I would say you're a bit like more like close-minded like if you stick to one genre really like yeah. i wouldn't say that i would say like it's better if you like s- spread your um taste outward a little bit just to see what else is out there like if you look at my um ipad it's filled with like a lot of rock but it has um some uh uh pop it has some uh country and it also has a couple of musical stuff there mm-hmm. right yeah, the I would say musical. somebody who listens mostly to one genre has a bad taste in music. I would just say that they don't have a wide range of knowledge about music or things that they like or appreciation for different kinds. What would you say about only one artist? <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 Moo, you said you listen to One Direction, too, so that's two artists. Only because Taylor Swift dated one of them. I see. <laughs> so you that listen makes to... sense. That was the extent of my listening to them after they broke up stuff. <laughs> of course you know something i heard recently i was i think i was reading that people have a really hard time expressing their taste in music to other people mm-hmm. yeah. probably i guess people are just worried that other people are going to think that their tastes are stupid mm-hmm. oh my god mm-hmm. it's not a political view seriously some people, <laughs> some people are really crazy about yeah. it you know? and so then you slap mean. a bitch across the face it's that <laughs> <Yeah>. simple <laughs> like I like electronic music but like when I tell a lot of people I like that they're just like that's not music <laughs> like, well yeah, I mean the I thing about electronic is it's such a wide range in itself that yeah, yeah that's true yeah. I mean what does that mean really mm-hmm. I think the same thing for rock too I mean that's a really broad term yeah, yeah, I, th- I yeah, think I people think people have stereotypes for certain genres of like when you say mm-hmm. a certain genre, they is, they think of a certain artist. Like you say, electronic people that don't like it probably think of Skrillex like or something. Stuff, stuff or something. Skrillex, exactly. Stuff, punk, mm-hmm. Dada, but there's Cascade, so much more Calvin than that. Harris. Yeah, there's so much more than that that people don't associate with that genre, where people who do like that genre can think of. A I guess of even chiptunes would fall under that, wouldn't it? Mm. Yes, it would be. Yeah. 
Uh, like what? Like Anamanaguchi and all that? I'm thinking Anamanaguchi, yeah. So there you go. Most people probably have no idea who they are. Like Doctor, <laughs> Do, I think Doctor Octorok is another Shiptoons guy. What was that one you turned me on to, Peter? Professor Click. Yeah, he's pretty good. That's yeah, an that awesome guy. name. Boo, <laughs> <laughs> you should listen to Professor Click. Professor, I'm <laughs> writing it down right now. As soon as I can find a pen mm-hmm. from my jail cell. <laughs> they took it away. Write it in blood. Who <laughs> right, has to have it. a stab resistant pen? I do, I do. <laughs> Otherwise, I stab myself and start, like, writing Taylor Swift on the walls in my blood. <laughs> it's one of those astronaut pens. The that cleaning takes down. hours. <laughs> They make you clean up your own blood. They do. It's, it's kind of horrible. <laughs> that's pretty sad. That's the only. It gives you something that's to do. That's the bad part. You made this mess. You clean it up. <laughs> the added punishment of prison. So would you guys consider yourselves to have a hard time expressing your musical interests to other people, or do you, are you fairly comfortable with it? I've been doing that the entire um, podcast. Taylor I know. Swift. I mean, like not to us. Uh, <laughs> like this, oh, I would actually person. say I usually do say Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. Legitimately, if someone asks me, I'm just like, Taylor Swift. No, I mean, in general, because, I mean, I think I'm pretty eclectic in terms of what I like. So I'll just be like, I kind of like everything. So if I'm going to say, like, oh, I like this, it's more like, well, what genre do you want to know about? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if someone says, what's your favorite music? I'm like, what genre? And then based on that, I can kind of answer the question. Or I can say, like, recently what I've been listening to. I think recently it's been like, I've been listening to a lot of Black Keys. Yes. Hell yes. getting Jeez. getting back into Dada Life and the new Paramore album is my thing, plus Taylor Swift. <laughs> Paramore is it? I thought they broke up. The um two of them left, no. but there's still wow. three. So yeah, there's three left. So it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get uh, it. Uh, Got it. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> gotta write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't have a problem in terms of expressing what I like. It, yeah. I agree with Moo. I think you have to, like, first you have to preface it with, okay, what genre do you want to talk about? And then you can go into it. Because otherwise it's like, well, I like blues, I like jazz, I like funk, I like yeah. electronic. <laughs> so yeah. please narrow it down for me so I can not have to talk all day. <laughs> uh, for me, I actually do have a well, hard time expressing my appreciation for music, specifically hip-hop. Like, out of all the friends I have, like, I like pretty much anything. I listen to electronic, I listen to rock, I listen to blues, but hip-hop has been, like, the biggest struggle for me. Especially when I'm trying to, like, go to, like, a hip-hop concert in the city. It's just, it's hard for me to find anyone to actually just even, like, go with me and stuff like that. Usually when I go to, like, a hip-hop concert, it's just, like, usually by myself. Mm. And it's kind of frustrating Mm. in my end. I guess I'm a little surprised at that because, I mean, I would say that hip-hop is actually probably one of the more socially acceptable, quote-unquote, genres of yeah, today. Yeah, I, right? I would easily what's say the, that, what's, What city were you in? I thought you said, um, if I remember correctly, they said San Francisco, right? That is correct. Okay. I just have bad friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's, that's my conclusion. It's just my friends have just bad taste in music. <laughs> So you, you don't have bad taste in music, you have yeah. bad taste in friends. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. I just need new friends. I'm sorry, Wes. You need, I, you need, you need blacker friends. I, wonder, I, do. <laughs> I do. I wonder if the San Francisco thing has to do with the kind of yuppie, oh. hipster, hipster scene over there as well. Because yeah, I'm trying to think be... about it, and I can't really associate a lot of hip-hop over in San Francisco would be more indie bands that I would think of. So, I don't know. It was, it's kind of interesting. I'm over in East Bay, actually. So, okay. Yeah, so well, it was kind of interesting that you say that. No, the thing is, it's like, there's actually a lot of hip-hop concerts that happen in the city. Like, if, you know, if mm-hmm. you follow any, like, even, like, the big ones, like, there's a lot of times, like, Quest Love from The Roots is performing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, Wu-Tang Clan members come here. And it's just... It's just out of seriously, out of all the people on my friends list, I can think of two people, and they're mm-hmm. not even in the city anymore, which pisses mm-hmm. me off. And what also, you should a... do is get more friends. <laughs> just yeah. start, just like, <laughs> like you should go on like one of those online dating sites and say looking for a music friend. 
<laughs> Please come watch hip hop with me. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'm not joking. You can do that on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> you really could. Be careful yes. though. Go to OkCupid. Okay looking for a music friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just no. But the thing is, you know, there's actually a lot of urban clothing stores here. That's, I mean, some exclusive to, um, San Francisco. Most of them there are in like the lower hate and uh-huh. upper hate. But the thing is, is I don't know why. I just have the hardest time looking for people in in San Francisco that, you know, are my friends and also listen to hip-hop. is just really frustrating for me. Well, alternatively, how much does it cost for the hip-hop concerts? That's versus exactly what I was concert? wondering, yeah. For Wu-Tang Clan, I remember that was 25. Oh, that's not that, that's not that not bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, sure, there is, like, a major you know, hipster, you know, music scene over here, which I <laughs> loathe, you know, to no end. I, I Fine, You don't dig She and Him? <laughs> I like She and Him. I like Zoe Deschanel. I've actually never but, listened to their music before. I just I, figured that's I, the I most know, hipster like, thing I can come up <laughs> with. That's not I know, my like, one song by them. I mean, they do they do some good covers. And, okay, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, she and Him, that's an exception. Here's what you do. Next time, you go to a hip-hop concert. You can go by yourself or with a friend if you can possibly find one. doesn't matter. When okay. you go there, what you're going to do, you're going to go up to the first person you see and say, let me buy you a drink. You're my buddy for the night. <laughs> you're going to listen to music. No homo. Unless it's a girl. And I mean, sure, if you want it to be. But just be like, no, you're, you, and just follow him around the entire night. It won't be creepy, I promise. <laughs> just just really follow closely. around one person for the night, for the whole yeah. entire night. It won't be person. creepy. Make sure you at least. It won't stay be creepy if the guy is into that. Of them. Uh, I don't know how my girlfriend would feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, won't, it won't be. It won't be. No. Okay. Alternatively, what you could do is you could take your girlfriend and have her pick up on a guy, and then you meet the guy, and therefore now you have a music buddy. <laughs> That's just, that's like just confusing for the other person because it makes it sound like we're trying to get it like into a threesome with that person. <laughs> oh god, but what hilarious? Well, musically you are. <laughs> it, okay, and yeah. Touche. Like, like, like this is now a musical three-way. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what genre is way more depressing to try to find people that like it than even what? hip-hop? Funk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No right, one yeah. no oh, one yeah. likes funk music. Like, I think me and Peter, or even of the small group of college friends we have, are the only two that actually really like punk music. Well, it's <laughs> funny, too, because the concerts that we've been to, Kyle, everyone else is always, our parents' age or older, so... It's really depressing, it's, yeah. It's kind of awkward. <laughs> I, I went to a Peebo Bryson concert oh, that's cool. on Friday, and... That's actually amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really funny, because I actually didn't know who he was, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, we get in there and it's this kind of lounge situation. It's you get to sit down, and order drinks, and whatever it is. But he's he's been around for a long time, so he did a bunch of other stuff. The only reason that we chose this particular concert was because one of our friends was like, "Well, out of the list that you gave me of days to go to this venue, the only person that I've heard of is Peebo, so let's go there." <laughs> like, okay, let's let's do that. That's a good reason. Yeah, it was pretty good. That's cool. We get in there and man, it was. Actually, I think I had more fun watching the people who were there <laughs> than than actually the concert itself because it was all very. I felt like I was at the end of a '90s Disney movie where they're doing that ballad like with Celine Dion and all those people <laughs> half the time with the little sparkly xylophone noises and just the. His he was very talented, uh, so it was cool. But everyone in the back was just getting. They were just like, "Yeah, people." I yeah. love you, people. And then people start, get really into it. Yeah, they'd start dancing and clapping, but they were all older as well. Yeah. And but it was great, actually. But the thing that was interesting to me, and a couple minutes ago, I thought about this when we were talking about, for example, the hipster scene over in San Francisco. What genres of music are considered bad music because people hate their fans, not because people hate the music? That kind of crossed my mind too. Yeah. Mm. Shoegaze. Like, what? Who? Shoegaze. Shoe shoegaze. Yeah. Is that uh, a band? No, it's a type of it's a genre of music. It's very. You gaze at your shoes. It, I get. I don't know. Maybe it's just 
uh, hipster indie. So what he's saying is it's thing. not actually a thing yet. <laughs> it, could, it could be. Yeah. But yeah. that we've probably never heard of it though. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I kind of hate screamo fans because they're like so aggro to an annoying degree. <laughs> They're also 14-year-olds. you got to give them some sympathy, man. <laughs> no, no, I don't. It's like, what do you have to be upset about? You can't even vote yet. Hey, man. Math homework's hard. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> what is it? So, for example, Nickelback. Let's just bring Nickelback into this. Oh, I'm, I'm so, done. How did you do that? Did they become not popular because they were sellouts, or were their fans annoying? Boy. Or... Their music play. Yes, this damn good question. This is uh, universally known in everyone's core as bad music. I don't know if that's really what it was, and I'm kind of curious how that happened. It's kind of like uh, what was that other band in the late '90s, Creed? Yeah. It's the same. It's the same. They went the same path as Creed, where they were popular, but then once a band like that becomes too popular with too many people then they start to suck because then they just pontificate to the, the widest audience they can. Mm. They become generic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Well, I want to say, I think, I feel like part of the issue was that, um, it was like, a remember Green Day with American Idiot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Remember how, like, when the album came out and then about two months in, everybody's like, oh my God, this sucks. And it wasn't, <laughs> the music did not change. It was literally the same album. The yeah. problem was when every single person in the universe is listening to the same damn thing at the same damn time, that's all you hear, it gets annoying. So, I mean, that could be another thing, yeah. Nickelback. Like, if that's all you hear, I'd be like, all right, yeah, I can only listen to Christmas music for, like, two weeks. When you play it two <laughs> months, I'm a kill a bitch. That's just what's going to happen. <laughs> that's, oh, uh, that's what I'm wondering. That, that might have happened. But the thing yeah. with Nickelback is it's like, they make cheesy music. It's mm-hmm. so bad. I've always hated Nickelback. I've <laughs> always hated Creed. That's the thing. They make cheese ball cheese. music. Yeah. And see that, and there, there you draw the line between what's popular and what's good because that mm-hmm. was both of them were very popular, but they sucked. <laughs> yes. Yes. So ironically, Creed, uh, good mu- or, uh, popular music is, can oftentimes become quote unquote bad music just because music, people get annoyed at it. Popular yeah. music is much more dependent on people's tastes at any given moment, where good music, if it really truly is good, will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People yeah. can listen to it yeah. decades later. I mean, if you just played the Yellow Submarine album over and over and <laughs> oh over, God. years later, I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember that album. It's yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. But So I feel like it's not even, like, it stands the test of time. It can be popular, and you can hate it for a while, but then if you like it years and years later, and you can still identify it as, okay, this is still better than other stuff, Mm -hmm. then you can say, okay, that was probably good music. Mm -hmm. True. Well, there's a lot of stuff, too, that's associated with memory or nostalgia, too, that makes something good. So there could be a song that's absolutely horrible, but you're just like, I remember the first time I heard this song. Man, that was great. You know, those are the best times of my life. That sort of thing. The Spice Girls. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Spice Girls. I Amen. actually, I actually had that album, that CD. Which album? <laughs> Are Which you trying to tell something right now, Kyle? I, I don't Hold remember. What you doing? First, maybe a little bit. I had Spice Girls. As, <laughs> this, granted, I was like eight years old and very oh, androgynous, but I had what? Spice Girls. <laughs> and very I, androgynous. And it's hard to believe with his voice now. Right? <laughs> younger. No, as a, as a little kid, I had the same scratchiness to my voice, but I sounded like this. I was like, hi, my name's Kai. <laughs> I'm, I'm Michael Jackson. Woohoo. But, uh, but no, until about nine years old, when my father rescued me from music hell, I basically <laughs> was just attached to anything that was popular. I liked Britney Spears. I liked yeah, Be- Bewitched. Kid. And like yeah. kids bop and all that, and then my dad's like, "Here, have a Nirvana album," <laughs> and then my entire world changed. What like as as children, what was like the first artist you can remember listening to that kind of more than any other broadened your musical horizons and opened up a bunch of different genres to you? Opened was, up, opened up know. the musical horizons. Like exactly, opened up the musical world. Yeah. We're like, wait a second, other stuff exists. <laughs> I would probably say Nirvana because I got that. I got. They came out with, like, a best-of album in, like, 99. 
Yeah. I listen mm-hmm. to it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Yeah. I might say, well, some of the older stuff when my... Well, I always listened to, you know, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra and stuff when yeah. I was growing up. So that has very strong mm-hmm. ties for me. And then there's... I remember the first time I really listened to the the Beatles as well. I also remember yeah. System of a Down being <laughs> mm-hmm. being something that I, I would probably say brought into my musical horizons with them too. Mm. And I, I went through a phase where I was really into Japanese rock music. Mm. Um, not not the pop stuff. I wasn't so much into that, mm-hmm. but because but there's a the visual... joke. Everything in Japan is pop. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. But <laughs> no matter what it's called, it, over it was, there, over here, everything is called J-pop. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, but it was kind of, that was always interesting to me because the fact is that I couldn't understand the words, right? So I'd be listening to the music and that actually really made me pay attention more to like, oh man, this guy's talented. Like he's got a good, like that's a great guitar solo or listen yeah. to this bass or something like that. And that really helped me separate and appreciate the the instrumental aspects of stuff and from there I mm. you know I love movie scores I love all this stuff and so it, it's kind of cool just a bunch of different things that was actually a good question I can't pinpoint one but mm. critical thinking yay yeah <laughs> yeah um, my parents had not listened to like a bunch of um stuff from their generation but I think the one that yeah. really opened it up for me was uh, Bon Jovi mm, okay <laughs> Yeah, my dad especially loved, like, a lot of his stuff, and um, I would just listen to it sometimes, and it wasn't until, like, I was a bit older when I um, uh, became a bit more appreciative of music. Like, for me, like um, like you said, um, Jessica, um, like, the whole um, voice thing, like, for me, there are two things in music that I really like. It's the emotion someone puts into the voice as well as the lyrics. I always like um, deep, meaningful lyrics, which is why, like, for one thing, I really love musicals, because that's mm-hmm. all, like, story-based lyrics, but there's also, like, subtext under it. And um, that's basically it. Yeah. Moo just always liked Taylor Swift, even before she was born. Yes, that, that is a fact. <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to think if she's older than me or not. And she's I don't not. Think she she's is. not. She's, she's 19. not, right? She's 19. You're, like, she's what, 24? She's 19? She's yeah. 19. I thought she was old. No, no she's, like, she's yeah. not. You're a dirty... Now I have to look this up. I'm There's no way she's 19. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I've been a pedophile for the past, like, four years. So <laughs> that's not that, happening. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, eh, you know. Ball pits, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. But no, she I is. think she's, like, 20, 22 or something. No, she's 22. You're right. Right? I thought uh, I... I think I just <laughs> saw that today. <laughs> I, I wasn't joking about Taylor Swift, okay? Uh, <laughs> you you like, check her age every day. <laughs> I did, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, just, just ten more minutes till she's twenty-three. <laughs> ten minutes and fifty-nine seconds. Um, the, day she, the day she turned twenty-one, did you like mail her like a bottle of champagne? That's when I swam to her island. <laughs> <laughs> With a bottle of champagne in your mouth. With a bottle of champagne, yeah. I was strapped to my back. Just I didn't want it to get wet. Um, I'm trying to think. When did when did my musical taste change? Uh, actually, probably changed in high school because uh, when I was younger, totally Disney kid. Um, and then I would listen to, and then I started listening to uh, like Japanese music, J-pop, J-rock, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It's all mm-hmm. pop. Ever. <laughs> um, but that, I started listening to that because uh, I was watching anime and um, in my era there's a bunch of Japanese kids so I mean I, I speak whatever so it was like oh yeah no nah, just Japanese music and then in high school I got a girlfriend and she's like your taste in music is kind of limited and by limited I mean it sucks dick and I'm like oh okay <laughs> Well, you're not Taylor Swift. Yeah, and so she started, like, just, like, throwing me different stuff. And um, I guess, I gotta admit, it's kind of, you. I wouldn't think it's open up horizon for most people, but it was probably My Chemical Romance. And then I just kind of went from there, but yeah. I saw them in concert. I did, too, and they were kind of awesome, actually. It was pretty good. It was them and Blink-182, and it was, like, two or three years ago. Oh, I wanted to go to that show. I watched them and, um... I was, that however... That band that sings about a rooftop. 
and oh, did yeah um that's that's i think that's what i was about to mention um the band that was opening for both of them was matt and kim and i was really pissed because my friend's like oh don't worry we can show up late to the concert they never start on time well they started on time and i missed matt and kim and i then i strangled my friend because did i like sadly no my, my hands could not fit around his neck but that was the band I went there was to see. Was this when you were an androgynous eight-year-old? <laughs> That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, Dad, Dad, you bastard. <laughs> For some reason, I imagine like your body just, is the size just... of a child's body, but your head is the same size. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much. That's pretty much how it worked. Actually, I was born with like an eight-pound head, and slowly my body just grew, slowly grew into your it. Your son is nine pounds. <laughs> My son, I mean, we're not really sure if it's a boy or a girl. It's kind of androgynous. My son, we mean and eight head. pounds is in the head. <laughs> but no, my body still has not completely fully grown in my head. It is quite large. Is your body still changing? <laughs> yes. I'm just, I'm just going through all these changes, and I don't know how to deal with them. He's been through puberty for like the past ten years. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm talking. And then all of a sudden my voice cracks and I'm just like, hey. <laughs> I just immediately go from like Michael Jackson to Barry White. <laughs> That's my big boy voice. <laughs> Would you say that Michael Jackson is considered good taste in music by most people? Interesting. Yes. Because I would say mm. I would say his earlier stuff would be yeah. such as like Thriller mm. and you know, Beat It. I mean his classic stuff, but his like stuff in the nineties, eh, that was crap. Well, remember, like before he before he died, it, he he was like this like running joke for like the longest time, yeah. And, be, and because of that, his music kind of got depreciated. But then as soon as he died, everyone's like, yeah. "Oh my god, his music is the greatest thing ever made by mankind." Actually, I I want to say just to comment on that, I want to say it was before he died though, because um, yeah. I mean, when he died, I I'm not saying it didn't help because it definitely did. He pulled a Pablo Picasso with that yeah. one, but yeah. um. I mean, right before that, that he was going to go on that Believe oh, this is tour, a, this, or is that just a Whatever. Just a yeah, whatever. Same <laughs> shit, different day. Um, but going on that tour, and people are, like, so excited. And I mean, excited by, like, oh, my God. I didn't know there were this many Michael Jackson fans. Mm-hmm. And then he died, and then it just got even bigger. So I yeah. feel like it wasn't – I mean, he was a running joke. He still is a running joke. Yeah. I mean – it's so easy to make fun of him. So, I would say also the thing about Michael Jackson that made him so popular, and I would agree. I don't think it was just the death, although I think the death helped because you know there's all this scandal yeah. and tragedy and conspiracy theories and everything. But um, that was he, he was getting more he, popular than Taylor. Right. Yeah, and he was he was the first. <laughs> I, I knew people appreciating him as well as a dancer. He was the first person who really brought dance and performance into pop music as he was doing stuff and so i think people appreciated him as a genius in that way that he knew what was entertaining to be like oh he can dance Mm -hmm. this way and then he had costume he had a lot of visual aspect to his music even with the music videos thriller is so famous because it was just this epic sort of story type music video which is very different and i know Mm -hmm. that when you look at things like britney spears now and all those other pop artists they take and when they have background dancers, when they have people who are dancers, that was Michael Jackson who started all of that, mm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think that there's that legacy that he has from his earlier days that kind of created him as being something that was unique as well. That's as a good point. Although I would argue that James Brown actually brought dance to the masses. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He just got funked. <laughs> I was going to say Elvis. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say that too. Okay, here. What are people's opinions on Elvis? Because personally, I cannot stand the man. Oh, I love. Personally, I just like his pelvic thrust. That just does it for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like, as soon as I know he's about to do it, just. (laughs) (laughs) I like his earlier stuff, but like once you hit the seventies, then I could care less. Well, remember, even in the sixties, he did all those terrible, terrible movies because he thought he was like Clint Eastwood or not Clint Eastwood, uh, John Wayne. (laughs) And yeah. Then got fat and sad and died. Yeah. That's <laughs> Just like Taylor Swift will someday. Don't you dare <laughs> say that. <laughs> I will make eternal. sure she doesn't get fat. By sticking your finger down her throat. Yes. <laughs> That's the plan. Oh, here another 
Taylor Swift-esque person that kind of actually just completely faded into obscurity. Hmm. Um, Lady Gaga. Hmm. Remember how massive she was? Yeah, I don't I remember her. I'm actually really yeah. curious as to what happened. I she feel just, like, I don't did know. she stop doing stuff? I, that's that's what I think happened, and she actually did get fat. She did. Because I remember was... she was, like, determined. Um, she was all about uh, the, the body image thing, and I mean, I don't personally, I don't think she ever had a great body to begin with, but that aside, she decided, oh, she really wanted to be a supporter of um, of body image stuff. So she started to get fat and she started to get kind of gross. And I feel like maybe... Actually. And then, you know, that meat dress she had on? She just ate the meat dress. And it just went straight to her thighs yeah. and no one ever heard from her again. The end. Well, to me, I Actually. think it was... Um, to me, she was more of a gimmick. Like, she had, like, a lot of gimmicks, like the whole um, dressing thing, of course. But people got used to it. It got old. And Taylor Swift, she kind of had a gimmick with doing the whole country music thing. But she was more, from the beginning, she was more of a pop artist, but had a um, fiddle in it. So that made her country. But that gimmick got old for her. So she just, she was easily able to convert into regular pop music. But as for, like, Lady Gaga, I enjoy some of her songs, um... But, um, yeah, she just fell into obscurity because people were saying, oh, we're kind of used to you now. We, you're not doing anything really new out there like you used to do. Yeah, on well, on the Lady Gaga thing, there are a, a few things, actually. She went into Polaroid and started being their, like, head person to really revamp that thing. So she was successful that- in that. Wow. <laughs> she became a spokesperson for that, okay. She became well, a spokesperson she also for did, she did design for it. Too. Oh, okay. So she started to, like designing more products and things. As far as the weight thing, the weight thing was actually she was going back and forth between eating disorders throughout her life. Sure. And so her weight was fluctuating a lot and she would starve herself to a certain amount and then she would gain it all back and then people would say that she was getting fat. And so she stopped getting... Moo. She sucks. I <laughs> am not an advocate of this weight thing. I'll um, have that be known. <laughs> and so, I, from what I recall with it, was there were some pictures where she was just like, you know what, this is this is a harmful image or a harmful thing to because she is she had so many fans and and people who really just kind of followed her because she was unique and because she was supposed to be like this strong crazy lady who like didn't care, but she did care, and so that's why. She all of a sudden was just like, you know what? If I'm going to have these people here, I have to stop caring so much about this weight gain or whatever it is. So she started posting photos of herself in a bikini when she wasn't feeling good about it and Mm -hmm. telling other people that, hey, it's okay to be this way. And whether or not she believed it, she was she tried to express that to other people. But I do agree that the she people got used to her craziness for a while and then she just Mm -hmm. kind of dropped off the face of the earth. But yeah, she's she's really fascinating. She's a very, I think, interesting person. She was Nicki just... Minaj is like the. Oh, like, yeah. She's a little insane. No. Too. Nicki Minaj is like a black Oompa Loompa version of Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Black and Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oompa Loompas weren't black. They were orange. I would say, and my problem yeah. with that is Oompa Loompas. And black people are offended by that statement. <laughs> you're you're calling it, you're saying Nicki Minaj is one of them? No, she is her own being of like yeah. disgustingness. Yes. <laughs> ah. yeah. Can I tell? Just eat her like she did Lady Gaga. <laughs> the thing like about it. Lady Gaga is just like I really am sick of her pop stuff. I've never liked her as a pop singer, but. If you listen to her on piano, she's great. Yeah. She's a great pianist. Oh, yeah. She's a, she's amazing. She's super talented. I know. But if she stuck with the pianist thing, I think she would have gone, you know, further ahead. Maybe not that big of a fan base. But, I mean, she's talented, though. She I mean, would have had a longer-lasting musical career. Exactly. I'll, I'll give her longer. Well, I think part of the thing is she hasn't come out with anything in years. That's real. It's been a while since I feel like when she At comes out with something, years. starts touring again, it's not going to be a problem. Like she'll be back on the map, assuming it's good or at least poppy. Because if it's not, this? then I mean, no one's going to care. Speaking of someone who amazed all of us by not being a one-hit wonder, but also I, a lot of people, it's one of those love or hate artists. Uh, Taylor that, Swift. 
No. <laughs> that Korean guy, Sai. Justin Bieber. Oh. Sai. Oh. Sai is super legit. Oh my god. <laughs> I think we touched a chord with Mo. Well, I, I mean, have... Taylor Swift, only artist I listen to. <laughs> well, Hasn't he well, been around for years, though? We, we're yeah, just yeah. In, in South yeah. Korea, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. not here, because we don't um, Right. But um, for me, like like I said before, I listen to like a lot of J-pop. My extent to that is um, anime openings and closings. That's like mm. kind of my extent to it. And I've been listening to it for years, and my family kept just poking fun at me, being aggressive at me, saying, "Why do you listen to that? You don't know what it means." But I look up like lyrics all the time. I look up the yeah. translations because yeah. I enjoy lyrics. But then Psy comes along with Gangnam Style, and I just listen to it on the radio one day. I'm going. What is this? They're all going, oh, it's the new pop song they play at dance clubs. I'm going, but you don't know what it means. So I'm going, yeah. Do you care to know what it means? No, not really. We just like dancing to it. Yeah. So like when I first heard it, I'm all going like, okay, this is kind of catchy, I guess. But I got like a lot of friends on Facebook saying, I listened to K-pop way before um, Psy became popular yeah. here in the States. But the more my family played it and the more I heard it on the radio... I just got sick of it. It just goes back to what we were talking about like a while before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the sellout type thing. I got yeah. drunk at a wedding and danced to it. That's how bad it was. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I got drunk at, at the wedding that I went to. <laughs> I danced to it in the shower sometimes. Um, and then when he came out with his other single, maybe like a month or two gentlemen, I think a lot of people were actually mad that he came out with that song for some reason because they're like, you he's have supposed to be other a one music? Yeah, I, mean, I really liked it, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, don't talk about him anymore," because you know, after Gangnam Style, I, I, I think they, old. I think they wanted him to to fail and become a one hit wonder, but then this song is catchy, so they were kind of like, "Yeah, well, crap." <laughs> well, it's extremely similar to Gangnam Style as well. It, it is. He, it's, he kind, it's different enough. He, he kind of went the "if it isn't broke, don't fix it" route. But, right. Well, yeah. I feel like that's. A, that, I mean, if you listen to his other stuff too, that's kind of, that's his, his music sounds very similar. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like whoa, that's so different from what you were doing before. And I think I think one thing he did that made him become so popular so fast is he is the music videos he did for these songs became like these running memes on the internet. Mm-hmm. That's a good that one. were very prone, I guess, to being you know oh you got to see this, you got to see that. So it just spread yeah. like wildfire. Viral. That, yeah, yes, that's it. And that got him noticed. Far more than probably if you would have just heard a song on the radio. It's the fact that this right. video attached to it is so funny. <laughs> yeah, I would say that too. The video is pretty. Funny. I think without the music video, that song would not have become what it. Oh, not at all. What right. it did. No, not at all. No, no. He's basically like, "Hey, I'm gonna make a meme, but then make it a song." <laughs> I guess it's kind of similar, not completely, but sort of similar to the whole Michael Jackson thing, where a lot of his popularity came from his music videos. Um, like you were saying, Jessica, in his yeah. dancing style as well. Mm. I don't think mm-hmm. the the horse dance or whatever he does in Gangnam Style is going to transcend all time, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I in, hope it does. In 80 years, you will be proven wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty we'll sure. I'm pretty sure it's just going to end up being the Macarena of this decade. Yeah. Oh, the Macarena. We, we did the Macarena in my music class. When did the Macarena come out? 98? Okay. To the Wikipedia's. It came out in 1994, really. Cool. It was an wow. international hit between 95 and God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever just like realize something and then you're like, holy crap, I'm old? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I, happened I, when I realized little kids didn't know what Charizard was. <laughs> they knew what Pokemon was, didn't know what Charizard was. I'm like, wow, uh, I yeah. need to go. <laughs> Anything Pokemon related will make me feel old. It's like, I know Pikachu, and that's about it. Oh, <laughs> speaking of that move, when I, like, last, two years ago, whenever I used to work uh, as a tutor, and I one of the I would tutor these kids in, like, fourth and fifth grade, and they loved Pokemon. And I could always draw the old Pokemon really well, so I still kind of remembered how to draw them from drawing them as a kid. So I drew them, and they're like, which one is that? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> that's freaking that's Gyarados. It's the baddest-ass Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And they're like... No. <laughs> and then I pretty much, and then there was a massacre of children. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but no, in all seriousness, it was pretty sad. It made me feel very old. Yeah. They're like, you know what jo- made me feel old? Uh, 
go I went back to see family during Christmas because I had to go through some hospital for procedures so we were having a party for that and one of my family friends gave me a gift it was uh one of the old um books for Pokemon it had like it listed all the Pokemon there all of their stats <laughs> all that if anyone remembers that was that the one with the green border yeah, it's the, the Pokemon sparkly, handbook. Sparkly cover. I had yeah. that. I had that book. Yeah, I had that when I was a kid. I don't know what happened to it, but they got me this one. It looks like totally brand new. I had no idea where they got it. I'm never going to let it get away from me this time. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but then I felt old. Yeah, I would too. Especially if it was like, like, oh, this is an antique. Here you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so music is good. Yeah, that's what we can take away Taylor this. Swift is good. <laughs> so I guess, I mean, in the end, good or bad taste music is really absolutely subjective. Yeah. You're and yeah. depends on a lot of heart. factors. But uh, there, are, there are commonalities, though. In, there are like, some. What, you know, mm-hmm. With what we perceive as, as good. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, okay, in my hands right now, I'm holding Random Axe's Memories from Daft Punk. And I think I can draw a lot from this album. Vinyl um, or CD? The CD. I have the CD. Damn it. I have the yes, vinyl. I, <laughs> I want the vinyl. I want the vinyl. Do you, coll- do you collect vinyl as well? I'm trying to. Dude, yes. I just started like a couple months ago. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's like, you know, you can tell from Daft Punk, just from listening to the tracks, that there's high quality in it. Mm-hmm. Such as either you with the use of instruments and use of uh, recording equipment, like even from their um, YouTube videos, like you know, you can tell that they're rather picky about which mics to use while recording certain instruments. Um, and also, and also um, with Daft Punk, uh, this particular album is like, I can understand why people wouldn't like this. Mm-hmm. It's because you know it's going back, you know, it's a throwback to 70s. It's new disco pretty much. But there's yeah. there's aspects about it that's just really catchy. Crisp, clear, fun, and and I can see this not being really that popular with younger generation. Mm-hmm. I just like the fact that they're singing about sex. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> on the radio. Yes. Yeah. We don't get enough of that. Can't wait no, for the kids to start singing that. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. It's gonna be so great. I I heard little I heard kids. kids singing um, thrift shop the other day. That was hilarious. I heard little kids singing that. What was that LMFAO song? Uh, I'm sexy. I'm, too, I'm sexy, and yes, I know I it. I heard that too. That but was it's like you're you're seven, and you're gonna get someone thrown in jail. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that was pretty bad. I was disturbed by the level of sexuality that is now acceptable for seven-year-olds to talk about. I feel like it's definitely a song we probably sang when we were younger like that, and I just don't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was probably a Spice Girls song. It was, it was a <laughs> Shaggy song, wasn't me. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. That's, That's a great example. We <laughs> were just like, this is so catchy, and your parents are like, what are you listening to? <laughs> I don't know, clearly. Taylor Swift is awesome. Taylor Swift is not awesome. Taylor Swift is awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna, start spamming, I'm gonna start spamming music videos on your wall. <laughs> she, the, she, see, I don't. That's not even offensive. Like she's so not fat. She's like almost bulimic, anorexic. It's kind of well, weird. Apparently, you're doing and the that job right. I am. <laughs> Do you get a bonus for like every extra pound she loses? <laughs> I get something else. Starts with a B. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's one last question. The types of music that we talk about on the show, which are funk, soul, and disco, generally, where do you think, where do you guys think that falls into the good taste or bad taste level of music? Generally, people don't have much interest in it. I don't know if that's necessarily because it's bad. I think a lot of people would consider disco to be bad taste music. I don't know. Maybe people just aren't familiar enough with it to really have a good sense for it. I don't know. I would say um, I'm not into it, but that doesn't mean it's bad music, though. Mm-hmm. I've had no exposure to it, so I don't, I can't say anything. But right. I guess because if it's not like all that popular, like the general masses would think it's bad. 
But just because you haven't had an exposure to it doesn't mean you've had a taste of it. So right. you can't really make an opinion one way or another. Right. I think that's one of the first things we were talking about, too. Mm-hmm. Is that you can't really have an opinion about it unless you derive a good uh, sense for what it's like and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Agreed. Yeah. Music, uh, disco, though, is like one of those genres that people like love to hate mm-hmm. ever since like the 70s ended. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh yeah, disco sucks. I think it'd be like, hard to find people who... Who think disco would be good taste? I mean, I love it personally, but same. Um, I think a lot of people. I think yeah, like you said, it's just it's fun uh, to talk trash about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of disco, but I can understand why people are. I mean, it's again, it's another, it's a preference thing. Yeah. I mean, like probably the only exception for me is Random Access Memories, but that's that can't be really considered like classic disco. It's more like new disco. Yeah, it's more new dance music. So. Yeah, but I appreciate the fact that they kind of went back to the dance music roots mm-hmm. to pull from that. Yeah. That's, I think that's what made me fall in love with this album so fast was you did see basically all the different genres and decades that were pulling from. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. If you like that album, you should listen to our review on it, which I think was about two episodes ago. It was our last episode, actually. It it's been episode. a little while since we've done an episode, but that's true. We that was our last one. So it sounds like we can start wrapping this up here. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, that's what she said. Okay. <laughs> we can start unwrapping this. That's what she said. Sure. Why? Come on, you want to protect against. That's what I'm saying. Unwrap the unwrap. Un- <laughs> so un- you want it wrapped? You want to unwrap the the wrapper thing that it comes in. Oh, I see. Okay, so you unwrap it and then wrap it. Yes. I gotcha. What the oh. hell? That's the <laughs> Is there an ice cream truck in someone's? Wait, was that good music or bad music? <laughs> that was that was ice cream truck music, and that is always good music. <laughs> always good music. Yeah. That was actually my phone. Um, it was the um ringtone from uh Bioshock Infinite. Oh, I thought that was a fart. <laughs> Mine's actually the ringtone from the Japanese one, Miss Call. Your fart? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we we're adults here. No, I'm not. I said I'm a 12-year-old girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did establish that early on. I did. I made that very clear. That is true. I I can't fault him for that. It's like like that South Park episode with with, uh, Michael Jackson. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm a child. Oh, God. (laughs) You're just ignorant. Y'all are ignorant. Well, if you like like what you heard today, and we hope you did, uh, we encourage you to keep listening to us. Our show is called Funk Radio. If you search for Funk Radio... Um, on iTunes, we are the first thing to come up because we are just that popular. So you can subscribe to us there. <laughs> um, also, if you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash getyourfunk, we can uh, always give you the latest updates with our episodes, but also other goodies as well, like mini contests and cool videos to check out. So we encourage you to check out our Facebook page. Um, I also want to thank everybody for coming on to the show today we really appreciate that yeah yeah Thank you. you're yeah. welcome yeah. Oh. so excited yeah, yeah. thanks um, for wanting to know our opinions mm-hmm. yeah i got to pretend i do something about music yeah this is america freedom of speech <laughs> they're, they're, they're listening to us right now we have to stop talking <laughs> <laughs> right okay um well yes thank you everybody for coming i think it was really important to get um, more than just Kyle and I on this topic, obviously. Because we're biased. Because <laughs> we're a little biased as well, but I think uh, the more, you know, different angles we get on it, you know, the better conversation we can get, and we did, so Woo-hoo. good job. Woo. Yeah, you guys are all totally Opinions. welcome back for future episodes. Yes. Y'all did good. Awesome. Yeah. Y'all did we're now good. honorary funk radio people. What did she say? I uh, just said y'all did real good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought, I yawning when you said it. I, I thought I, you were like yes, I falling I backwards. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. So this has been our special 50th uh, book episode. We started yeah. back in September. And we're already up to 50 podcasts. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Oh yeah, and actually, yeah, I was telling you, Kyle, that um, if we did an episode for all the more ideas that we have written down, and not including any new ones that we come up with, we will pass 100 episodes. Unless we die in the meantime, so... And then, and then we can retire on all of our royalties. 
Yeah, because <laughs> we make so much money. Trash about Taylor Swift, he might not make it to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, does everybody want to do an outro or something? Say bye or something. Bye know. or something. Yeah, bye or something. <laughs> buy her something. Adios. <laughs> Everyone buy her something. <laughs> yeah, buy her something, yeah. Please, just buy her something. Give her the gift of funk radio. <laughs> <laughs> Early Christmas advertisements. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. Well, right, that wraps it up. Thank Thanks you. for listening to funk radio. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs> love you. Bye. I love her. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> For more podcasts and the latest news in gaming, movies, and entertainment, visit 8thCircuit.com.